SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. I look forward to seeing you there. And away we go, Sportsbook Radio. Glad to welcome in our Las Vegas audience on AM 1400 KSHP. All our friends, Series 204 Sports Grid Radio Network. Our second hour on the network, Scott Farrell comes up at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. We'll have Vegas Hockey Outline for you locally. Ken Bolke, Vegas will be in studio. Talk about the Golden Knights and the Abs and the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Shifley hit, all kinds of stuff. The draft lottery, a lot going on on frozen water. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot, we're glad to be with you. All right, right out of the gate, to remind you, Golden Knights back in action tomorrow. You want to spin the wheel of Terrible Herbs, the $1,000 VGK game day giveaway. Great prize. Fridays over at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. All the six-inch subs are 5 bucks. but mention the hat trick special, 20% off on a sub, fries, and a drink. And when the Golden Knights are on the power play, Adam S. Cutler on social media, you can win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. And then I hate to use these two words. If necessary, Tuesday night we're doing a Game 5 hockey watch party, Sunset Station, Club Madrid. And we'll be out there tomorrow with Chuck Esposito, which will be good fun. Bruce Marshall's going to join us this hour. Rich Ng from the Daily Racing Forum talking about the Belmont. All right, Stevie. Might as well start for the folks around here. A great hockey game last night. Painful result for Vegas, the way it went down. Um, I will say this. Vegas was the better team. The best team doesn't always win. Goalies can be phenomenal. Vegas hit a lot of posts. I don't go nuts about posts because posts are part of the goalie's equipment. The one post, by the way, was an incredible save. I don't know how Grubauer made this save. You had the low angle. It was a perfect angle for it. March or so shot. It basically had beaten Grubauer. He puts his glove up. I mean, I'm telling you, the puck is by him. It it I mean, it ticks the back end of the top of his glove, and it just altered it about two inches. Clank. Now, Colorado had a real inside post right before they scored two. So the posts are part of the goalie's equipment. Vegas played a great game, great bounce-back effort. The start cost them. 
They survived. They were lucky to only be down 2-1 after one. Flurry was really good. It hurts. They were the better team last night. So you come home, you're down 2-0, but you're coming back in front of a sold-out building, and bottom line is you got to hold serve at home. Doesn't look good today, but I would not say all is lost. The one thing I would say, and it's Dennis Bernstein, you know our buddy from the fourth period. I called him last night. He's at the airport. He's doing a red eye. He's going to the Islanders game tonight. I said, are you kidding me? I mean, they missed a bunch of stuff. All right, Patrick Brown cross-checked right in the face. That should have been a double minor. So it was both ways. But beyond that, the slashing call on Riley Smith off a face-off in overtime, Brandon just dropped his stick. I don't care what he says to you. You have to be stronger on your stick. He did not pull chop the stick out of his hand. He had one hand on the stick. It was like a love tap on the stick. And yes, Marchessault had the puck, and they could say, oh, it would create a scoring chance. That's a bad read by the referees. If you're going to call ticky-tack stuff like that in overtime, there is no consistency. Because you watch these games around the league, it's either you're going to let them go nuts and let the players decide the issue, or you're going to call that nonsense after all that's gone on over 60 minutes. That was a weak call. Yeah, I agree. It's not why they lost, but no, it was a it, it, weak call. Absolutely not why they lost, but I, I, I didn't like the call. Um, as, as you said, they were pretty much letting everything go both ways, both sides. And then, again, as you say, you're spot on. I said the same thing to my neighbor Chet as we're watching the game. He dropped the stick. I mean, it was pretty obvious. I, 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 I don't know. It's just bizarre. I'm I'm. I'm not happy with the referees in any series throughout the NHL during the playoffs. I just, they, in my opinion, have not done a good job. Just have not. But, but it's the same thing for the night, so they, they played really, really well last night. They can't finish. They cannot finish. It's the same story. Riley, it, it is amazing how the headlines of the stories change. I don't think he's a goat in any way, shape, or form because I did not agree with the call. Riley Smith, if remember Hartman, all the chances he had in the Minnesota mm-hmm. series, yeah. Riley Smith was flying last night. Mm-hmm. He had three posts. He's all over the place and has an incredible game. And then you know he gets called for that yeah. and awful feeling to step out of the box. And you know I love Flurry. You know I'm honestly I got to stop that. Man, it's a great shot. It, it hit the top of his shoulders. A perfect shot. But you got to love a guy like that. I mean you want to play for a guy like that because he'll so, shoulder the load. Oh no, I I completely agree there, and uh, you, you could tell the, the the way he skated off, he he was a little ticked at himself, but uh, I I don't blame him for that. The, the other guy skating around last night was Tuck, and again, oh yeah, and, and somebody Gr- got under his skin. Gr- Grubauer played well against him, but you've got to finish. All right, we're gonna finish this segment, but we're coming right back, and Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet's gonna join us. Glad you're with us, Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Two O Four. It's Sportsbook Radio. We are your official source for gaming, odds, and more. Except no substitutes. They won't be around long anyway. (laughs) This is the SportsGrid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. We know things are nuts out there. You need something to depend on. That's where we come in. Coming to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. With the sports gaming strategies and information you won't find anywhere else. Depend on it. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Back with you on Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. I hope you're as excited as I am about our next guest. Oh, yeah. Well, the Bruce Marshall family tree has grown and grown and grown. And now Grandpa's been like flying all over creation, checking in on all these babies all over the place. But he's back, and we're thrilled he's back. And might actually get to see him in person tomorrow at Sunset Station. Our buddy Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. How you doing there, Granddad? Hey, pretty good, pretty good. All good, all good. Good to see the family. And you did the Florida pop, huh? Yeah, Florida at this time. Very good. Got to see a rocket launch at Cape Canaveral. That was a bucket list thing to get to see. That was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I love Florida. And uh, I'll be back there again soon enough. Wife's over in Switzerland with the other babies. I got to go see the other ones in the Bay Area next week because I got a doctor appointment at Stanford too, so I got to go up there. So we had, that's what happens when all your grandkids live everywhere except where you live, so you have to go see them. You know, the funny thing is, you mentioned that has to be unbelievable to actually be like right there for a launch. Never forget the one night, it was a night launch, and like they were showing it on CNN. Uh, you know, it was like at midnight, and I forget what sporting event we were down covering, but we were, I was in Miami, and they're like, yeah, oh yeah, you go outside, you'll see it. And sure enough, it was the, you know, it was the space shuttle, and we're down in Miami, and we went out, yeah. and there it goes. I mean, I mean, you 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 could watch it for a good maybe three minutes. Yeah, it does, and it was uh, we got lucky last uh, Wednesday, and these SpaceX's aren't quite as big as the shuttle, and certainly not as big as the old Apollo ones that used to go off. But um, it was a clear day, and uh, they put you about you're about six miles worth at the Space Center from where they actually the launch site. Uh, and they want to keep it that far away. <laughs> it's right before they yeah. launch, they uh, they always read this disclaimer. You know, Kennedy Space Center takes no uh, responsibility. These things don't always, there's a chance this might not work. This thing could go haywire. It could crash over here. They actually read that to people who are gathered to watch. And there and there's probably like a thousand people, everybody who was at the Space Center that they went over they set up a little bleacher in a little area right by the space shuttle exhibit to watch. I have always... You can hear it, it. Yeah, it takes about 30 seconds for the sound to get to you, though, because it's about six miles away, but you sure see it going up. <laughs> uh, you know, I've always been a nut bar, even when I was a kid, back with the Apollo days. I loved, I loved the, yeah. the space stuff. And I'm telling you, it was just very quickly, one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. And didn't know it was ha- about to happen. 
we were golfing one day, and we were across the Niagara River. We're in Fort Erie, across in Canada, across the river from Buffalo, and we're playing golf. And the one guy hit a great shot, and he's got about a four foot birdie putt. He's about to, and it literally, he's in his, he's taking the putter away, and I screamed, "Stop!" And we looked up, and it was like unbelievable. It filled the sky. It flies right in front of us. It was a 747 with the shuttle on its back. It was flying back to Edwards Air Force Base, but it was going through Canada to go by and fly over an air show or something. It was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's the way they had to move the shuttles, which landed about uh, almost half their flights. They landed in Edwards, and they had to get them back to the to uh, Florida, and uh, that's how they did it. They piggybacked it on top of a 747. It was quite the, it was uh, quite a sight. It really was. Yeah, that was quite the circuitous route to get, to get back to. Yeah. But, but, but it happened, I mean, unless my yeah. eyes were deceiving me. Uh, the yeah. gold sheep, Bruce, what do you, there's so much cool stuff going on now, everything being moved back a touch, that we're only into the early stage of the second round of the NHL. We're in the first round of the NBA. Heading into the summer, and we'll see what happens with the Olympics. So much stuff for us now with fans returning that this is going to bleed right into football season. Well, no downtime now. I mean, we are back, back. Yeah, we are. And uh, by the way, as soccer fans, we got Euro 2020 or 2021, which they didn't have last year, but they're starting it next week. Is there a CONCACAF this year? I'm not sure, but this is UEFA. So this is this is big. This is all Europe. Uh, the the every four year or five year now euro between the last one but and they're conducting this one all over the continent uh, uh, this year so there's games in Spain there's matches in Italy and England it's all around but that starts big next week but you're right you've got a full uh, calendar here May June or full it'll bleed into July and then uh, you know preseason football starts in August baseball goes all the way through I actually at the start I, I wasn't sure. You know, I thought, wow, you know, they're pushing, base, you know, NBA and NHL back. But actually, I, I've come to kind of like it. And and when they start these seasons so much, you know, and the October starts and all that, and and the NHL's got to do that again next year because the players are going to be in the Olympics, so they might start earlier even than they normally do. But that, you know, October and November, NBA and NHL, they really bought into the football is still going hot and heavy there. I almost wouldn't mind if they didn't start those seasons until December anyway, and just run them every year, you know, into into July. Uh, just just a thought. But uh, this has not been all that bad, actually. Staying busy into this time of year. There, there were some talks of that last year, Bruce, and I and I also thought that was a pretty good idea. Are, are those talks continuing, or would they have to restart those talks at this point? I, I, I guess the latter, Stevie. And yeah, I do remember them talking some about that. And the, the TV may actually will, would end up sort of dictating that, I think. Now, they'd have to work it out with the Players Association and all that. And, so you know, and then next year, I'm sure, now with, with the NHL's back in the Olympics next year. So the players are, so they're going to have to juggle around that uh, as well. But, uh, yeah, they have discussed that in the past. And uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that gets floated again here. And then the NBA, same thing. Um you know, last year was really odd because a lot for a variety of reasons. But when they started playing again in the bubbles, 
in August. I mean, that was a very odd dynamic of the many odd things last year to watch hockey in August and September like that was actually kind of cool, I thought. So a little bit different. I don't mind the slight calendar changes that have been going on. Bruce, let's get your take on the NBA for for just a touch. And let's, let's say we got about a minute and a half here and and we'll dive back. You don't have to rush, but on the, the Clippers series with Dallas, what an anomaly that five games have been played and the road teams won all five. Yeah, this is more like an NHL first-round series. Uh, home home court, home ice doesn't seem to mean much. Uh, it's sort of psychological now. I expect the Clippers to win game six and bring it back there for bring it back to LA at least for seven and see what happens. But it has been odd. Uh, Doncic came back last night really strong. I mean, it looked like he was hurting some with that neck in games three and four in particular. And they got smoked in game four. But there he was again last night. He's a, he's an impossible matchup. Clippers have to figure something out there uh, with him. But uh, they the Clippers delivered those two games down in Texas. They're going to have to do it again. Uh, you just wonder what the, you know, if the Clippers fall short here. Um, and they're in real trouble. You know, you got to think all the stuff they've done with this roster and trying to reconstruct it, bring in a new coach. Maybe it doesn't work. They're not done yet, but uh, they have no more room for error. And nor do the Lakers, which is shocking. What do you think of the Lakers laying only two? Does, does Phoenix take them out, or does it, it all depends on Davis? All depends on Davis, and I, and I don't think there's any way. Well, I'd be shocked if he plays. Strain groins don't heal in four days usually. And two, if he's anything close to his normal self, I'm sort of surprised they're favored. Um, I think they, you know, but what we saw the other night, that should not happen to a team in a crucial game. I don't care if Davis isn't there or not. You don't get, fall behind by 30 at halftime. The defense just wasn't there. LeBron looked exasperated. Uh, that looked that. I mean, to pull it back together like that. And Chris Paul looks like he's going to he's going to play. Um, and he's been banged up a bit too. But uh, this looks. I'm you know Phoenix looks like the team to me. Bruce Marshall is with us from the Gold Sheet at Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, having good fun with you on a Thursday. We're out at Sunset Station tomorrow. We'll come back, see what Bruce thinks about the Stanley Cup playoffs. A lot of news and notes there. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. Loser is such a harsh word. Let's just say non-sports grid listener instead. Keep it here. On the home of the winning edge, this is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. How would you rather feel? Lost in a sea of stats, averages, and injury reports? Just breathe, dude. Or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge? We thought so. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
Back with you here at Sportsbook Radio from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet is joining us. All right. You're okay now. You're better. I almost, I thought you were going to dive through a window in the first hour. Stevie and I, a difference of opinion on the Mark Shifley hit. Let's go third party. It's two and one. You and Adam Burke agree. Bruce Marshall, that Shifley hit on Jake Evans. Thankfully, Evans is okay. I'm just curious. What do you think NHL player safety is going to do with this? What did you think of the hit itself? Uh, it was sort of what Paul Maurice said after the game. It was, it just happened. It was, it was just high speed. It was a bang bang play. He was back check. He's going back trying to prevent the goal. It just sort of happened, and then it, it just, it, it you know, the, the, even the way Shifley reacted right before that, I don't think he was going. He was he was going full speed to hit Evans the whole way. He was just running back, and they just unfortunately hit. But what? Anson Carter said on the post game last night, I thought was interesting. His take, he said he he did not go for the puck and he went straight at Evans. And in that sort of speed, you, you cannot have those sorts of collisions, even if it's what, whatever you know, even the course of the game, because somebody could get killed. No, like oh my, listen, my yeah. wife's a physician assistant, and yeah. when she saw it. I mean, and, and oh, by the way, you know, we did not say this in the in the first hour. Nikolai Ellers, God bless that guy, because everybody's coming in to attack Shifley, and and this guy's down and out. Yes, Ellers on the other team gets to the side of the fallen Evans and has his arms out and sticks his butt back out. He's he's trying to protect. Him from the throng of guys that were crashing in there, so he deserves full marks for that. Um, I noticed that. Yeah, everything yes, that was good for him. Everything you said, Bruce, that Carter and they said on the broadcast. I mean, I agree with for the most part. Um, the thing about charging and you know something that's written down by the letter of the law and the rules, the distance traveled. Well, I take issue with the distance traveled. Shifley's in his own end of the rink. And the puck got cleared. He puts his head down, skating like the wind to come back to try to prevent the empty net goal. The game's still up in the air. It's a one-goal game. If you watch it as fast as he was going, and Stevie and I differ on this, you sound like you're a little bit more lean in my way, but he's gliding in the last 15 to 20 feet of the thing and then turns sideways. If he was headhunting, he'd have kept going at him, and his elbow would have been... He actually turned and hit him with the side of his body. Now, Carter's point is, okay, he did not play the puck like he could have reached out. It's amazing, Bruce. It's in the world we're living in with video replay. I draw the analogy to a wide receiver going over the middle, and some guy just safety comes up and splits him in two. And it's a textbook hit, buckles the guy, and the flag comes in. And you're like, what? Because he hit him too hard? I'm not, I'm not, I don't want anybody getting hurt. I mean, the only case you can make is, but in the blink of an eye, it's like in the last two feet, in the last, like, 
yeah. a hundredth of a second that he'd say, play the puck or hit the guy. I, I you know, it's the result and the way it looked, it was awful. I just, I just don't see the intent there, honestly. And I, there's really divided camps on this to the point where it's a discussion. But I really wonder what player safety will do. And oh, by the way, it ain't no contest. Shifley is Winnipeg's best player. This goes a long way towards saying who's going to the semifinals. It does, and then and in real time, you're right. It's and it's so bang bang with that, and you, you don't have time to think in a split second like that. He's racing back there. I think it was just one of those unfortunate things, but uh, the result there and the way it came down. I mean, it did. It was yeah, charging and yeah, guys hurt and really could have been hurt seriously. So. I think league safety is going to come down. It might not be as hard as some people want. I think they'll come down with with a, a maybe a one game suspension. That's my thought. We'll see. No, as there, far I mean, as Winnipeg, yeah, no, I mean there are people calling for him to be out for the series. I, I, I mean, yeah. I honestly, he has a hearing. He's going to plead his case. It yeah. would it would cause an uproar, and maybe it's just the world we're living in. It's almost like they're going to. You think they're going to have to do something? But I mean, when he pleads his case, I, I mean, I, I literally think he can plead a case saying, "Listen, I, I did nothing. I didn't mean to do that." Well, and, you know, it, but well, that, that's me. And, and and I think his track record, he, he does he does not have a track record of this stuff. It's not like Matthew Kachuk last year in the bubble, um, going in with his skate. Now that was a, that was the thing we were talking about in the bubble last year. But he does, he's got a pretty good. Reputation, that. so I think that would actually help him in the hearing. He's not; he doesn't have that sort of a rep. That's why I think they'll come down a little lighter on him. That's just my thought. Practically speaking, though, um, this is one of the things that hurt Winnipeg last year in the bubble in that series. They were out of centers; they were hurting. He hurt his knee. Shifley was out. He, he hurt his knee in the first shift. Knee. And and so now, and and now, if Stastny's out here. So there's, you know, there's Shifley and, and Stastny, the guy who has got to really deliver now. Now, this is one of the reasons they got Pierre-Luc Dubois out of Columbus. Um, this has got to be, he's going to have to move up there. And as long as Shifley's out, he's going to have to maybe anchor the first line. I'm not sure, but they, uh, at least they they got a little more depth at that position than they had in the bubble last year. Thanks to the, the Dubois, but you know he doesn't play the whole game, so Paul Maurice has to juggle. I, if Shifley is out for anything more than a game, they're not coming. I don't think they're winning the series. And this is the odd thing. I mean, the winner of this thing's in the final four. You know, <laughs> we're coming down. You're thinking, okay, Tampa Bay, Vegas, or Colorado, Boston, or the Islanders. Okay, you could see all those teams in the final four, and then the winner of this thing is going to be in the final four, which is, you know, they're going to be a heavy underdog, uh, but. Uh, wouldn't it be something if Montreal gets in there? I, I this is this is a pretty interesting story they're writing. Stevie for Le Habitant. Carey Price is I was just Carey say, Price again. You know, it, it's uh, I made my opinion known on, on the Shifley hit, but this Shifley hit takes away from Montreal has won four games in a row, and you yeah. can't get a puck by Carey Price right now, and Montreal is getting contributions up and down that lineup right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. I mean, the the, the I mean, Nick Suzuki, his uh, goal. Golden Knight fans remember him. That was brilliant last night. To Foley stepping up. You know, you still got Shea Weber and, and Petrie and these guys. So they're they are. And this is an odd thing. I mean, the first three weeks of this season, back in January, 
I thought Montreal was like the best team I saw. Um, and then they slumped, and before you know it, Claude Julian gets pink slipped, which I didn't like. And they didn't really coagulate for Ducharme the way they thought. I mean, they, they were misfiring, and they only made the playoffs because Calgary was worse, and Ottawa was out of it, and Vancouver couldn't put anything together. So they were sort of fortunate the North was so weak at the bottom, or they wouldn't have made it. But all of a sudden, they start to, they're starting to look like the team we saw the first three weeks of the season, and Price is hot again. Um, they were able to, uh, you know, they brought in Jake Allen. There were some injuries there in goal, but I mean, that lessened the workload some during the, uh, this condensed season. So I think they're going to, I think they're coming out of this thing. I think they're going to be the longest shot we've seen in a long time in the Final Four, but it makes it a little bit more, uh, more interesting. Bruce is right, Brian. That's what I thought at that period of time. They are not coagulating. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's funny, Justin Emerson from the Las Vegas Sun, I'm watching the Habs game last night, and he sent a tweet, I go, how good would Nick Suzuki look on the Golden Knights' third line? And I just replied, third line, question mark? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Suzuki, what is he going to turn into? Wow. Yeah, and there's some interesting pieces up there in Montreal, and I and. They were disappointed up there this season. I mean, they thought this was going to really be, they'd be fighting Toronto for the top seed. Do you remember the way they started the season, Bruce? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. They were the best, they were the best team I saw the first three weeks, I thought. And uh, then it all, and and I did not like the Julian dismissal one bit. But, um, you know, it's uh, all of a sudden, there you go. I mean, and heck, what Winnipeg, Winnipeg had what a 10 11 game winless streak right before the playoffs. I mean, this is crazy stuff going on in the North, and it would almost figure in a year like this, the last seed coming out of the North is the one that's going to get to the Final Four. A lot of game, lot left in this series, so I don't want to count Winnipeg out yet, but uh, I would not be surprised if uh, we see Montreal still standing into the Final Four. Bruce, if you would, uh, the well, the gold sheet, great information, and I know you're going to get to work on football, but if you would, give me 30 seconds. Why are the Bruins 25, 30 cents against the Islanders on the road? Am I missing something there? Well, you know, I think they're they're just pricing all these games. They didn't adjust. They haven't adjusted the prices most of the way through, and they're just going to put every game like this. Uh, they, they'll put game four like this if the Islanders win tonight. That's just the way they're going to do it. And I think the Islanders have got a shot. This is this team is plucky, and um, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> great word. I love Barry Trotz. So there they go. Real quick, Bruce. I hate to say real quick, but tell them about the gold sheet and all the goodies and the stuff's coming up. Yeah, thanks. Check us out on goldsheet.com. Hey, we got a lot of stuff to keep us occupied. We got, we're still doing the basketball publication every day, right at these NBA playoff games. Picks on those. We got picks on hockey, picks on baseball every day, picks on soccer. Close the season really good. We're picking it up again late next week when the Euros begin. All at goldsheet.com. My picks there, they're also Vegas Insider and DonBest.com. Great to hear you. Hope to see you tomorrow. Thank you, Bruce. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet. We're coming back to Vegas talking the Belmont with Rich Eng from the Daily Racing Forum. You found a trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. In other words, keep it here and turn your game around. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, back with you here, Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Really looking forward to a fun day of horse racing on Saturday. It's a theme, Stevie. I ride you like Sea Biscuit, so. We got a great guest to get ready for the bell. I, I can't wait. I'm just going to listen because all I know about horses is they like apples and carrots. That's all I know. Mints? Do they like mints? Very fond of mints. Okay. Palm of your hand, though. You I, lose, no, you I, lose I, a no, finger. No, I do that. I do palm of my hand. I've learned that lesson. Rich Inks fed a lot of horses in his day. I know that from the Daily Racing Room. Hi, Rich. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Hi, Stevie. How you doing, bud? Hey, right hey, out of the great. gate, Rich, tell him. How to get your pick. So let, let's make sure we take care of that so we don't get up against the clock here on the back end because I can't wait to talk about the race with you. Hey, thank you, Brian. Uh, well, I'm on in the mornings with Ralph Sirocco on Race Day Las Vegas. Who? And, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's on early. He's on early. But anyway, uh, Ralph has a website, racedaylasvegas.com, and I've got a homepage that's attached to it. And, um, when you go to my homepage, I've got a PayPal link so people can order my daily sheet from Southern California or even this Saturday. I've got a, a five-page Belmont uh, Stakes report for the entire 13 race cars. That's available on the website. So uh, just go to racedaylasvegas.com and go to my homepage, and you'll see all the information there. All right, so let's dive in here. The Belmont, it's going to be race 11 Saturday, post time, 649 Eastern. They're racing for a million and a half potatoes. It's a field of eight, Rich. I'm going to sit back, relax. I won't chime in. Uh, I'll, I'll get to it, and we'll have a little give and take on the back end. I would just say to you on the front end, I like a long shot, so I'll say six. But I think you can make a legitimate case in this race for six of the eight horses. It's a good race. Oh, it is a good race. And, you know, one thing that I'll start with from – my time as a publicist for racetracks and uh, covering the the Triple Crown and Breeders' Cup for ESPN and ABC Sports is uh, one thing we, we've learned over the years with the Triple Crown is usually the best three-year-olds in the generation come out of the Derby. They're pointed for the Derby. They're you know they run in the Derby, and when they come out of the Derby, they're usually the best ones. Every once in a while, you'll get a late bloomer. Who will uh, you know start strutting their stuff and the Haskell and the Travers and stuff like that? But more likely, the, the the top ones are racing in the springtime. So we've got a number of horses here that ran in the Kentucky Derby, and I think all of them are pretty much alive. I know uh, you know from the top down, Barbonic ran in the Kentucky Derby. The two essential quality did. The four Hot Rod Charlie, the uh, 
six horse known agenda, the seven rockier world. So right there, uh, uh, Brian, that's a that's a pretty good group of uh, horses coming out of the Kentucky Derby. I know you like one coming out of the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Well, I like one coming out of the Kentucky Derby also. The one that's so, just uh, as an overview before you get into specifics with the horse. Of the horses that are coming back out of the Kentucky Derby, it is maybe, other than the Breeders' Cup Sprint, the Kentucky Derby is the most physical, roughly run race of the year, with 20 of them basically coming out of the starting gate, jockeying for position, going by the Spires for the first time. You can make the case, Borbonic got had problems on the backstretch, Known Agenda drew the rail, I think Essential Quality kind of ran his race, Hot Rod Charlie had a little traffic trouble, but got to run his race. But known agenda breaking from the rail and rock your world, who got slammed at the start of the derby, those three horses specifically, as far as I'm concerned, didn't get to run their race in the derby. And they're the intrigue to me. Yeah, that you, you hit the nail on the head, though. The one thing I really look at these uh, horses coming out of the derby is what kind of trips do they have? And, uh, you know, one thing that I do is I watch the replay of the Kentucky Derby literally a couple dozen times. And what I do is I try to follow a horse all the way through from start to finish. If uh, I kind of lose track of where the horse was, I'll, I'll watch the replay again, focus on that horse. And I try to cover everybody that's moving forward through the Preakness and through uh, the Belmont Stakes. And uh, that's where I ended up landing on my horse. I, I thought I had the... Uh, uh, the most trouble of, of all of them uh, is the number seven horse, Rock Your World. If people do have a chance and access to the replays of the Kentucky Derby, you know, one thing they'll see from the very start is the horse got off very poorly. And there was a photo that was circulated on social media that was done by, I can't remember the name of the photographer, but it's, it's the kind of shot that uh, you, you won't forget when you see, but uh, literally the first strike sandwich. out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rosario was sandwich, but even more incredibly enough was his left foot was completely out of the stirrup. Mm. And I never heard a uh, explanation from Rosario or the trainer about how that happened. There's theories that maybe uh, he brushed up against the starter who was in the gate with him or maybe hit the side of the gate coming out, but his left foot was not in the stirrup. And then he got slammed from both sides, left and right. And then uh, as the horse continued, the horse actually got to about the 10th position, but was about five wide through both turns. So this horse, even though he got beat by 24 lanes, I think it's easily an effort you can draw a line through. And uh, if you admire his Santa Anita Derby win, I think that's the kind of race he's capable of running on Saturday. So that's why he's my top choice. If he runs the race, he ran in the Santa Anita Derby. He can win this thing at the square price. Rich, he was my pick to win the Kentucky Derby. He needs to be forwardly placed. The race was lost in the first 10 feet. He didn't get yes. to run his race. They tried to rush him up. It was over and done with. So clearly, rock your world with a clean break. I, I would just, could you speak to the distance of a mile and a half? Because it's a perception thing, but it's a misnomer. Because anything can happen. But the belief is, oh, it's a mile and a half, and the closers have so much more room to gain and sustain a run. But it depends on the pace of the race that a horse like Rock Your World could have so much left in the tank if no one presses him. So just because there's added distance doesn't mean it's a closer's day. That is 100% right. People think that a mile and a half distance means it's for closers, and it's not really the case. 
although it does happen every once in a while. For example, Victory Gallup, when he beat Real Quiet in his Belmont Stakes quite a few years ago, I covered that race for ABC Sports. He came from far, far back under Gary Stevens, and he nailed Real Quiet right on the money, one by a nose. But more often than not, it's what we call a galloper's race, meaning that uh, the key is to try to get your horse to relax and to get into what we call a steady rhythm, a gallop, a fast gallop. And uh, you don't necessarily need to be on the lead to be a steady caliper, but, you know, it helps to be forwardly placed. You don't have to make up a lot of ground. So, you know, rock your world, the kind of race he ran in the San Diego Derby, if he can get a good start on Saturday under Joe Rosario, there's not a lot of speed in this race. You take a look at the other horses, and I have a hard time thinking who might want to go out with him, maybe. Maybe someone like Hot Rod Charlie, or mm-hmm. uh, I don't know a whole lot about the horse coming from Japan, but uh, um, he didn't uh, get a chance to really show his stuff uh, in the Preakness. But uh, there's not a lot of speed in here, so if Joe Rosario can can set his own pace, a mile and a half, uh, you know, he he can get it done. I, I know some people have talked about this horse's pedigree. He's by Candy Ride, but if you take a look on the uh, Broodmare side, Charm the Maker is by Empire Maker, and if anyone is familiar with horse racing. Uh, Empire Maker won the Belmont Stakes and uh, took away the Triple Crown attempt uh, from uh, the Barkley Tag Horse funny side. So uh, he's got the pedigree to get the distance, too, well, uh, guys. I'm thrilled that you like Rock Your World because I've got a way I'm approaching this race, and Rock Your World is absolutely part of it. And, you know, you look at numbers and the racing form and all the information, but yeah, I think you have to have a vivid imagination, and you're almost closing your eyes and picturing how the race will be run. And to me, Rock Your World gets to the front, dictates the pace, and then if he's got a lot in the tank and draws off, he dispirits the willingness of the horses that are stalking or right there. And if he draws off, that's where I think a horse like Borbonic who will have extra room to sustain the run. But you look at the figures from the Derby, and there are nothing burger rich. And you said you watched that race 30 times. I, I remember talking to you earlier in the week. I said, watch Borbonic. He tried mm-hmm. to, Caramouche tried to pull a Calvin Burrell on the rail, and this horse was flying. I don't think he'd have been worse than fifth in the Derby, but all of a sudden the door shut. He was going to go from 17th to 10th in about five strides, and he fell back to 20th because the door closed on him. In a smallish field like this, and I think you'll be closer to the pace, I think the price is is absolutely well worth taking. I'm doing an exact box. Rock your world and Borbonic. That's how I'm playing this race in a big way. And I'm going to take a little flyer here with Borbonic to win in place. Well, you're, you're going to get a square price. He, he went off at 30-1 uh, to 1 in the, the Kentucky Derby. And uh, I, I think he'll be a similar price. I put maybe around the 20-25 to 1 in the uh, the Belmont Stakes. And um, I, you know, one of the horses that he actually ran up on the heels on was... Uh, known agenda who broke from the rail mm-hmm. and uh he, he uh, uh i read ortiz actually stuck to the rail he was in the path of uh, borbonic so he was one of the horses that blocked it okay real quick because I, I wanted to say there's two one we got what we got we got three minutes known agenda honestly he drew the rail and it's it's a death knell even with the new starting gate the world came down on him at the rail. Known agenda, the Florida Derby winner. His race was lost on the front stretch of the Derby. Very intriguing to see how he fares if he gets to run a clean race. And the other one, Rich, how good was Ron Bauer's run at the Preakness? Uh, or was it the others were worn down 
from the Derby in two weeks. What do you make of those two runners? Well, uh, the legitimate question, uh, you know, known agenda, when I watched his replay a couple of times, uh, I really didn't have a huge excuse for him for why he didn't fire, but he, he did not run anything close to the race that he ran in the Florida Derby. So if you're a forgiving handicapper like I'm doing with Rock Your World, right. uh, his race before was the San Diego Derby. If known, your, if known agenda runs the race he ran in the Florida Derby, he's definitely in the mix. He definitely has a chance to upset. So uh, he's certainly a horse I'm not throwing out. As far as Rombauer, uh, you know, he came in fresh off the bluegrass. He skipped the Kentucky Derby, so he had a fresh horse. Uh, one thing about that Preakness, I thought it had a pretty solid pace that allowed him to close in and run over the top of Midnight Bourbon, mm-hmm. who was my choice on the radio with you guys right. three weeks ago. That was my top choice was Midnight Bourbon. He ran a winning race, but Rombauer ran right by him, quite frankly. But uh, I thought the pace was kind of quick. And allowed him to close. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be going a 46 and change in the Belmont. I, I would see a, a fractions more like a 48 and change. I, I really think Rocky Your World will have a chance to uh, settle the pace down on the front end. Well, as you can tell, Mr. Eng knows of what he speaks when it comes to horse racing. And you know what, Rich? The weather looks good. This is a monster day for horse racing and for the Belmont. There are numerous win-and-you're-in races for the Breeders' Cup on the undercard. It's not just about the Belmont. No, it's an unbelievable card. There's some great grass races. There are some races that I, I, I'll use the term inscrutable. <laughs> because, wow! You know, they're hat-pin races. You, you hear the term, you, you throw a hat-pin at the racing farm, and you, you find a horse. Some of these races are so, so difficult that they might be hat-pin races. Stevie just went to the dollar store to get a thesaurus. I use darts. I use darts, Rich. I, Inscrutable. My, my that is the best word we've ever had in Sportsbook Radio. My hat pin, i got to look it up. My, it sounded I'll, good in a sentence. I'll, I'll tell you what it means later. But Please I, but I, do. I don't use hat pins. I, I use darts. They, they land better for me. Rich Ang from the Daily Raising. Great information, Rich. Enjoy the Belmont. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend, guys. Rich Hay, that was great. We appreciate it. Coming back to wrap it up on Sportsbook Radio. Winning just comes down to attitude. Well, that and listening to us 16 hours a day. Just saying. We are. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. When you need information, you go to an expert. Not just anybody, but someone who's been right on the money before. So when it comes to gaming, odds, and more, you've come to the right place. You're listening. All right, back up. 
wrapping up Sportsbook Radio. Scott Farrell's coming up the top of the hour on the network. We've got Vegas Hockey Hotline. It will be fun. It will be passionate. Stevie and I, Ken Bolke, Simbin.Vegas. Your phone calls as well on Vegas Hockey Hotline. Talking about a great hockey game that did not go Vegas' way last night. That's the nature of the beast. You got to come home, Stevie, and you got to take care of business. Win in your own building. Yeah, I, one of the things that I noticed was that I didn't notice Mark Stone, and I and I I don't know if if there's a you know if he, if he got nicked last game or something, but he was noticeably not noticeable last night. I thought all four lines played well. I mean, the, I they, the they, fourth they, line they, they can't put it in, but they really set tones and carried play. They played against Colorado. The way they had to play. Correct. You don't want to get in a track meet with these guys. I agree with They that. took the neutrals after the first 20 minutes. They took the neutral zone away from them. All right? And by the way, maybe Stone wasn't so noticeable, but that line was doing a good job against McKinnon. That's true. So maybe what you're giving up on the offensive side, what you're asking for, they did a lot of good work to shut the other guys down. And I think you got to give them credit for that. Yeah, I, I, I. That's a good point. That's a good point. They did, they did shut down McKinnon's line. Um, Secura, by the way, fit right not in. Not bad. Yeah, not fit, bad. Kind of fit right. Threw in. him in the deep end of the pool. Had one shift he was dangling and created something. So he, he did what he was right. supposed to do. Finish that's going to be good fun. Don't forget, Uzu CBD Plus. Use the promo code Blessing ten percent off your first order. Free shipping on orders of a hundred dollars or more. You can manage joint pain the all natural way. All right, that was a good, good day. A lot of good stuff. Thanks to Rich Ang from the Daily Racing Forum. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheep. Adam Burke from ATS.io today. Tomorrow we're at Sunset Station. Hockey watch party. Oh, I hate to say it. And if necessary, Tuesday, Game 5, out at Sunset Station, where we will be tomorrow with Chuck Esposito, Andy Escobar, Bruce Marshall, and Steve Carp. Scott Farrell is coming up next on the network. We've got Vegas Hockey Hotline locally, KSHP.com, the Listen Live function. Stevie, as always, bud, great fun. Thanks, bud. Our work is not done, but we hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for joining us. The sports news you can.